Sixers 107, Celtics 93. My first take. I'm not a homer if I believe the refs screwed both teams, right? What a disjointed game that was. Un- really hard to watch. Obviously, I could have. Um, it would have been more palatable had the Celtics come out on top. But 53 fouls. Um, the game was just so stop and go. It was not fun to watch at all. And the Celtics, you can really only blame themselves. Um, shot 59% from the free throw line in the game. They're a professional basketball team. How many times do you see guys on Twitter at practice shooting something on their iPhone, guys meaning journalists, bloggers, and you see guys shooting free throws? They work on it. They shot 59%, missed 14 free throws as a team. Anytime they were cutting it close, they got a flagrant foul or maybe an and one that they just didn't convert. And um, it was frustrating to watch. So really there, you really only have to blame yourself. Um, Coming into the game, and Brad, his first year, sorry, second year when they made the playoffs against the Cavaliers, in the first quarter, he played 11 guys in that playoff game. And I kind of had this fear going into the season that they have depth and Brad loves his players and um, he tends to, I think, extend his rotation a little too far. And, you know, when you're playing Gigi Datomi in the first game against the Cleveland as your 11th guy, like maybe you could just chop that rotation down a little bit and going into the season I have that same fear like I said and um, he went 10 deep in the first quarter now you know this game wasn't all his fault I'm sure he didn't go into the game thinking hey I'm gonna play 12 guys in the first half it doesn't help that Jalen Brown gets four fouls and a plethora of other guys are in foul trouble so he goes 12 deep in the first half and It was bad enough that the refs made the game choppy, but when you play that many guys and try to get that many guys involved, you just don't get the ones you need to get going, going. Now, he played Jason Tatum that whole first quarter, and I was wondering why, because I'll get to this later, but I don't know. Jason Tatum drives me crazy. I know there's talent there. Um, There's a reason why he plays the minutes he does. He has the ability to create his own shot that not a lot of other guys on the team have. But so we wrote him the whole first quarter and I don't know. They just, the return wasn't there for me with him tonight, especially in that first quarter. Um, And that first quarter also made me question, um, are Hayward Brown and Tatum, are they going to be able to vibe together offensively? When you have those three guys on the floor at the same time, it's a lot of like just passing around, passing around, passing around, and then one of them tries to take their man off the dribble, and it wasn't an enjoyable experience. So hopefully they kind of, and I'm sure Brad will, he'll find a way to stagger them out a little better. I know he takes out Hayward first, and he's, he's going to stagger it out. I've, I have no fear of that. I just When those three are together playing at the same time, the offense just looks choppy. Um, Kemba Walker. You know, first game as a Celtic. I'm excited. I like what I saw. I know he was not efficient tonight. He was 4 for 18 shooting. 
one for six from three, missed a free throw. But um, is he's he's a star in this league, right? He's All NBA guy. Start a few All Star games. Three time All Star. He does not get the benefit of any calls that these other stars get. And I know he's puny, but sometimes you get those calls being puny. That play going at the end of the half when he attacked Horford and Embiid, and they just knocked him to the floor. Um, Brad had every right to be upset with the no call there. But again, this game for him, I, I'm not worried about him. One iota. I think it was just a feeling out thing. He, you know has played his best teammates i think are nick batum and al jefferson and cody zeller and frank kaminsky like you know i'm not i think for him he just wants to be a point guard wants to be a natural point guard he's got talent around him and i think he's gonna learn when to pick his spots um tonight he had good shots he just you know he didn't make them that's that's all i thought i put up a poll on twitter this morning got a pretty decent response um, about the storylines going into tonight. What are you most excited about? And overwhelmingly, it was the Gordon Hayward resurgence. And I think he was one of the lone bright spots. 25 points, pretty efficient game, shot over 50%, had five rebounds, couple assists. He could be Scottie Pippen. He is that like point forward who, um, excellent passer, solid defender, decent ball handler. I want more from him, though. I want more from him. I want him attacking. I want him looking for a shot more. I felt like a few times he could have turned the corner on the pick and roll or on dribble handoffs, and he pulled up or passed it. He's got to be, at least early on, our alpha when Jason Tatum doesn't get it rolling or when when Jalen Brown just can't stay on the floor because of foul trouble and when Kemba Walker's off. This is the game where... He should have stepped up more. And he did in the second half, for sure. But we needed it earlier. Um, other options in my poll I had. Edwards. I know I wrote Drew Edwards. I don't know why. I meant Carson Edwards. Is he, can he be like an IT-Eddie House hybrid coming off the bench that is just instant offense? And we saw it in the preseason. You saw it in the NCAA tournament at Purdue. The guy is capable um, he crapped his pants when he, his first shot was a horrible air ball. Um, he had a steal go through his hands. He had a f- couple other air balls. The only time he scored was in garbage time when he hit a three. I think that's what he's used to playing in garbage time, AKA the preseason. Um, but again, not worried about him. I just think it was opening game jitters. You know, I see here he played 11 minutes, one for five. Um, yeah, not not a great night for him, but I think once he's at home and he hears the fans behind him, that's a tough atmosphere to expect a a rookie um, that we're really not relying on him to do too much other than come in and be a spark. You know, maybe our expectations were a little too high after the summer league and preseason, but I'm not worried about him. I think he'll be fine. Other questions, sorry, another option on that poll question was, who's going to solidify the center position? And I had tweeted out after that that I wanted to see Daniel Tice start. I thought of the three centers, he was the third most effective tonight. Although I liked what Tice did when he was out there. He brought some energy. Um, He's a good screener. He rolls. He can space the floor a little bit. But he is a defensive liability. This was not a Tice game. And I think Brad's going to have... It's going to be a gift and a curse. He's going to have the luxury to play some small ball with Tice. 
But in a game like this where their front court has Embiid, Horford, um, some beefy guys, it was more of a Cantor, Robert Williams night. And um, I thought Cantor was excellent. In that first quarter, I think he did a great job on Embiid. They really didn't have to double team with him playing defense on him. And I know the big knock on him coming into the season when we signed him that, you know, he doesn't play defense, doesn't, you know, do well in the screener roles. But if you're going to have to guard um, Embiid in the post, I thought he did a great job. I didn't, you know, he stayed on his feet, on his shot fakes. He walled up. He rebounded well. He had a nose for the ball offensively. If there was an offensive rebound to be had, he had it. Had a couple and ones. Did not shoot very well from the free throw line, two for seven. And traditionally, he's an 80% free throw shooter on his career. So, you know, you got to think that's going to be better. He grabbed six boards. I liked Cantor. Um, he's a little banged up, as Brad said, after the game. And you could tell when he went down, I think it was the second quarter, whenever it was, um, it wasn't good. But um, he sucked it up. He played well. So I think right now I'd give the nod to Canner moving forward. Robert Williams, a time lord, came in to start the second quarter. Um, actually, he didn't start the second quarter. He, but he came in soon thereafter, and he played well. He had a great block on Ben Simmons. He had a nice dunk from Marcus Smart. He played big minutes in the second quarter. Um... I hope they can carve out a role for him because he's very active. When he's out there, good things happen. And I thought Tice, yeah, Tice was the third best guy. Just wasn't a Tice night. There will be nights when this small ball needs to be had and he'll find his niche. Tonight wasn't that. I think those were, oh, and, you know, the last option was seeing Hawford in a Philly jersey. You know, he was, he was Hawford. At the end of the day, he had a good stat line. He impacted the game, but... You know, he was just kind of boring. Al Horford missed some threes, made some threes, had some really nice passes. You know, you'd rather have him on your team than not, but seeing that he's on the other team and kind of watching him, he didn't, it didn't feel like he had a mega impact on the game. But, again, would rather have him than not. But not at that price tag. I think Danny Ainge actually did the right thing by moving on from him. My next question and I touched on this a little earlier, is Jason Tatum a pig? Kind of looking at my chats during the game, one of my buddies, Corms, played basketball with a Roger Williams, good basketball guy, smart guy, hates Duke, so he's a little biased, but he said Jason Tatum's a pig, and I had already written that down. Is Jason Tatum a pig? Because his shot selection was horrible. He was 8 for 22, um, did shoot 50% from three, but the ones he missed were just so bad. And he played the most minutes, so obviously he's going to have his production. He did have a double-double, 10 rebounds, 21 points. But I just thought overall it was an inefficient game. He had, But this is what he does. He tantalizes you. He has some of these amazing takes and these amazing step-back shots that he makes. And then he'll just like dribble off his foot or go to the basket and be weak with it and lose it out of bounds. He's just really frustrating game and I, at times super selfish. With the, if the Celtics are going to be successful with all the talent they have and no true alpha, I mean, Kemba Walker, I think, is the only guy who can really take his man off his dribble and create and take him at times. There's no need to be a pig. Just move the ball, trust what Brad's trying to do. And I just felt like at times the ball stuck with Tatum. And I'm sure if this becomes a trend, you'll hear Brad Stevens say, like, hey, you know, the ball 
not moving and gets stuck with certain guys. And he's not going to call out Tatum, but we all know it's Tatum. Um, and I just, uh, he's frustrating, but he's, again, we need him. He's very useful. He's long, he rebounds, he can score. But um, when he has these inefficient games and takes bad shots, there's just no need for bad shots with this team. Move the ball, trust Brad's offense, and good things will happen. The good things have happened in the past. This is a, this is a Brad team, a team that hustles, plays hard. They're going to be as good as the sum of their parts. And I'm very much looking forward to this season. Jalen Brown, that first quarter was great. Getting in the passing lane, um, hitting threes, doing Jalen Brown stuff. It just He just needs to not be in foul trouble. Stay away from the tick attack stuff. I am more encouraged than discouraged. And that's exactly what Brad said after the game, but I'm with him. Um, and one thing I'll say, the, the Sixers look extremely beatable. If the Celtics can figure out their rotation and stay out of foul trouble, hit their damn free throws, Philly is flawed. They are long. They're going to present problems. They play differently than most teams in the NBA because they have size and they have length. Um, But they cannot shoot. They're probably a little overrated defensively, but that'll change, I think, as the season goes on because Al Horford being that defensive presence and veteran will certainly whip those guys into shape. But I was, I left that game thinking less about the Sixers. And I still think that they're probably the class of the East, which, you know, it has to be encouraging for Celtics fans that if that's the best team in the East, I think we match up pretty good with them, provided we get better and gel. Um, but I need more out of Hayward. I need more out of Kemba. And we will. Those guys are superstars. They'll be fine. Um, so quickly, as quickly as I can do it, 12 guys for the Celtics got in the game tonight. And I uh, just want to give my thoughts quickly on each of them. Marcus Smart. I can't believe I haven't even talked about him yet. He was the probably the biggest bright spot. Played 33 minutes. Um, I think he took five or six charges. I hate to see him shoot, though. I, I He had that little run last year where he could shoot. He went 0 for 4 from 3 tonight, and you just cringe every time he shoots. But eight assists. Um, he's hard. He's got to play 30-plus minutes a night. He was great. Brad Wanamaker. Hate to see him in the game. Just hate to see it. If Jalen Brown didn't get in that foul trouble and other guys... I would hope we wouldn't see him in a game like this. He had one really nice um, pass to Kemba Walker for a three in a, on a three-on-one fast break, but it was almost awkward. Like, he had the ball in the three-on-one and felt like he didn't really know what to do, so he went all the way to the rim, unsure of himself, and just kind of chucked it out, and Kemba Walker adjusted to the pass. It wasn't like a dime pass. It was just, I don't know, Brad Wanamaker, save him for blowouts or don't play him at all. Carson Edwards touched on him earlier. I just think it was first game jitters. I think he's going to be okay um, once he sees a few shots go down. Robert Williams, the Time Lord, 11 11 minutes. He was the only guy that was a plus, a plus seven. Um, He brings energy, blocked a shot, scored a couple baskets. He probably needs to play more than 11 minutes a game, but it's going to be a night-to-night thing. Semi. Um, I understand why Semi played tonight. Having Jalen out, he brings a defensive presence. 
But Semi, I think, is got to be the odd man out this year. We have too many good young players, good veteran players, and he just seems to be guy number 11 or 12. And in the second half, I think they use him as guy number six, but that was because, you know, Jalen Brown was in fall trouble, so I get it, but I'm kind of out on Semi. Daniel Tice, again, I just not a Tice night. I like him as a starter, I think. Some nights, playing some small ball, but wasn't his night. Three points, 10 minutes. You know, he hits his free throws, grabbed a board. But undersized big, you know, it, tonight's not your night going against Horford and Embiid. So glad he only played 10 minutes tonight. This guy, Grant Williams. Okay, he played seven, seven minutes. He had a zero plus minus. He was fine. But he boards. He's fearless. He's the guy I think has got to take over Semi's minutes. He's got to be one of those rotation guys in the top nine. He can do a little bit of everything. It reminds you of Ryan Gomes of a decade ago. Um, kind of, you know, my buddy Mike Minolti said he's kind of like Draymond Green. Imagine if he could be like that. And I think he could be um, on nights when they're load managing or, you know, maybe you can showcase him more when the scores are a little more lopsided until you can trust him to get into, you know, big-time rotation minutes. He was one of the first guys in the game in the second quarter. He sat the whole first quarter. I don't know. I think he's going to be a guy because I think he was a four-year player at Tennessee, two-time SEC player of the year. He's a guy that, although he's a rookie, has experience. So I think as the season goes on, we'll lean on him a little more. Jalen Brown. 21 minutes he's got to play more like 35 and some of it was fault of his own some of it were bad calls but in 21 minutes he grabbed seven boards he's just super active had a great steal in the passing lane um was efficient shooting although he was one for three from the free throw line which that's been his bugaboo his whole career he can't freaking shoot free throws um but i after that first quarter was over i thought wow he's worth the money he was he was great Kemba, not worried about 34 minutes, 4 for 18, 1 for 6 from 3. Those are terrible numbers. They will only get better. Cantor, probably underrated star of the game. Banged up, played hard, defended much better than I thought. Was efficient, 5 for 8 from the field. But again, another guy who hurt us from the free throw line, 2 for 7. Um, Tatum, I don't know, are you a pig or are you not a pig? Hopefully, you're not a pig. And then lastly, Gordon Haywood, probably our best player of the night, and we need more. That's a good first game on the aggregate for Gordon, but there are too many times I'm watching the game thinking I wish he would do a little more. And I hope that's what the coaching staff tells him. I hope when he watches the film, he feels the same way, that he missed some opportunities to attack when things are stagnant and the other younger guys aren't, you know, it's not their night, he's got to step up because it can always be his night because he can get to the free throw line, he hits open shots, and he's a great passer. Like, even when he's just driving in the hoop and kicking out to people, that's that's great contribution. Um, looking forward to Friday night against the reigning champs, the Raptors. Watched a good amount of them last night, and I am just not impressed. It's in Boston. This has to be a win. Joe Burrow for Heisman.